All right, well, let's catch up with our outriders that have left Southpaw in the rearview mirror. Let's take a look where they got themselves up to. Been enjoying Deadlaws? Show your friend. Show your weirdest friend. Yeah. If you if if you were suggest this video after uh, after Valentine's Day and just caught up after that, congratulations! You're their weirdest friend. Proud of you. My mom watches this. It's a very oh. special designation. Everybody needs a weird friend. Yeah, it's an honor. My mom is my weird friend. Aww, that's Aww. sweet. That is, that is sweet. Huh. All right. So we catch up with our dead laws, torn from their dream walking after leaving the traveling hut of the good Madame Madoska. They find themselves surrounded by an angry pack of other side varmints circling around them, corralled there by a lone gunmaid astride one ugly beast of burden. Ugly. Say hello to our beast of burden. Hi, He's not burden. that ugly. And our lone gunman. Kind of cute. <laughs> Now, uh, we rolled our notice checks to see what was what with uh, this uh, pack of varmints gathering around you at the end of last session. And Beck here got a raise and he is on hold, able to essentially insert himself anywhere in the initiative if combat breaks out here. But for the time being, you got this pack of chupacabras circling around you. You got this lone rider up on the hilltop gun aimed at you. But Argo, you see a moment of hesitation, a moment of weakness, a moment of softness in his one glowing eye. You Is think you might be able to share some words with him before things get too bad. Can I reach him? Um, you can <laughs> probably take a few steps forward and uh, parlay with him. Uh, shouting down from your lowered position up to where he is up on his high horse. <laughs> I... <laughs> uh, Let's see. Rick Ridden is so Rick cursed. Ridden. It's so <laughs> cursed. I love it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I... <laughs> I imagine getting closer. Uh... How do you really see quickly. the fuck do I approach this? Mm -hmm. Ka, can you give us a sense of the scale? Uh, Rick looks pretty big right now, but is, oh, yeah. is he like, if, if Bucky is on top of him, is like Bucky's like seat is, is the, is the, the whatever you what's called saddle is that like s shoulder height for most people is that like how big compared to a horse is rick ridden he is about horse size which is certainly larger than he was before he appears to have yeah. grown through the course of his transformation that said gotcha. buckshot is a bit of a smaller man smaller even than his good sheriff stilton would you say he's about one sixth the size of a long horse uh yeah that, approximately. That's a good unit of measure. We should make that the standard. Kind of giving me like weird mix of slazzle 
<laughs> and another Pokemon vibe. Miltank. This a pal. Taurus. <laughs> it's hardly a talking situation, so I'm just going to yell parlay. <laughs> just yell out parlay! Yeah, like, <laughs> give me a minute here, <laughs> buddy. Ooh, ooh! Let's have a <laughs> holy! Oh my have, goodness! Can we have a chat, holy please? Holy shit! Bros, parlay the fuck out of him. All right, uh, with this legendary call for parlay, <laughs> the beasts surrounding you move out of the way as you pass by, like waves parting before Moses, clearing the way for you to stand tall before this lone rider. Gonna look back he, at Lynn and everyone, just be like, just, just let, let me handle this. Shrug. <laughs> if he wants to tussle, we can tussle. That's uh, every voice at once. Let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> Nicodemus has his ball on his gun. Uh, yeah, Be Beck is Beck is posing with you know, uh, pu pulled his. He's in quick draw stance essentially, and he 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 just says, "Oh, if he wants to tussle, he can tussle." And his tune shader all the way up. <laughs> what, did you, what did you say, Khan? Uh, so as you get closer to him, give me a notice check for Argo. Uh. <laughs> all right. Um, you, you notice he's pretty bloodied up. You can imagine who might have given him those wounds, but. You don't know the specifics of what exactly went down in their altercation, but he ain't looking too good. Is he on Rick or by Rick? He is on Rick, but uh, for the purpose of sprite layout, I have him next to Rick because it looks better. <laughs> I I assume I reach I reach Bucky. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my arms out like like hug. <laughs> Uppies? Is he? Does, does he? Just, what does he react to the hug gesture? Does he? Does he get down? Does he stare? Our Argo is the most unconvincing but shockingly effective negotiator. <laughs> it is like it's genuinely. It's you know the picture we have of Argo is him being this smooth operator who's like lying and conning and being a charlatan, but in reality he's just so indecipherable that he goes up to someone and goes. <laughs> Hug, huggies, huggies. Well, he's not and someone. It's not bad. The, the characters just go, "What?" <laughs> sure, I guess. So and it works you, every time. As you make this gesture, the what remains of Buckshot peers down at you with a perplexed expression, before reaching up to snap open his cloak and rip it away, revealing extensive damage to his throat. You think he has left the world of words behind him. That's not a no. <laughs> <laughs> Just That's sort not of a like no. Head Do bowed, something? eyes, like yeah. brows slightly raised, arms slightly wider. Like <laughs> we have something we can give him to draw with. To draw with, because he can't speak. Wow, well, Argo's, Argo's just trying to test 
what he is right now. He doesn't seem to be lunging at you, if that's what you're testing. But on the subject of speaking <laughs> without words, this brings back a bit of a memory for Argo. Oh. What is about to happen? <laughs> Are we getting a flashback? We're getting a flashback, y'all. Oh my Ooh. god. What? It, you can tell because it's sepia. The whole game's sepia. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what the West was. <laughs> it's true. Way back before Held came to Southpaw, it was a bright, sunny day, and Argo was taking refuge from it down at Mortadella's meat wagon. Back when the place still had some competition on account of people having standards, but it still saw, saw its fair share of business from time to time. On this particular day, Argo was laying in wait for his partner to arrive, a little game of hero set to unfold before a live audience this afternoon. Shit, this is our first scene in, on Earth. <laughs> it sure is. It's our first topside scene. Right on cue, in strides Buckshot, the fastest paw in the West, or so the stories go. With a jingle jangle jingle of his spurs and a pep in his step, he strides on up to the bar, making a discreet gesture with his hand in Argo's direction. One the two of you had worked out a prior meaning to. Ready for action. Does Argo <laughs> return that gesture? He sure does. Alright, the jackrabbit smirks and tips his hat down over his eyes. And in a flash, he has drawn his gun and fired a warning shot straight through the ceiling, drawing the room to a sudden silence. He turns to address the crowd gathered around. He says, Collection time, folks! Money, jewelry, bag. Demands, simply dropping a leather sack and kicking it to slide into the center of the room. With Room's attention on his gun hand, he uses his other one to flash another sign to Argo. This one says, your turn. And a shiny boot stomps down on that bag. He says, and he shouts out for the room at a stage voice. Step, stand back, everyone. I've got this. All the eyes nervously darting around the room land squarely upon Argo, the hero of Southpaw. Surely he'll save them from this rabbit rapscallion. But as you make this proclamation, as you stand in the way of this heinous villain's schemes, you notice Buckshot he looks taken aback. He's looking past you towards the entrance of the establishment. And he flashes you another sign, says, Lawman. <laughs> you turn, and you see someone shown up and wandered right smack dab in the middle of this mess. Wouldn't you know it, it's Deputy Stilton. Now, usually, Argo, you and your partner here do well not to get the law involved in your little show. After all, it's hard to put on an encore when you're lead villains behind bars. But you notice when you look to Bucky, he's got a peculiar expression upon his face. Is he, is he blushing? Argo takes the shot. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, how are you uh, taking the shot? Where are you shooting at? Are you are you making a, a real shot? You firing a blank? How, how does this little scheme of yours go? Argo is always too clever to fire a shot, so he's going to kick that sack right up at Bucky's face and then pretend to clock him. Ooh. He plays right into it, uh, taking the hit, making sure to slap his own knee to get that, that gaff sound in good and proper. And uh, once you've got him down on the ground, laying your false pummeling into him, you expect to see another sign from him, maybe cut and run or something like that. But instead, you see a different one. You see the sign for finish the job. <laughs> the job. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Argo knows what's happening here, but I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can't believe he's this smitten this bad over Stilton. I mean, <laughs> I guess I can. You look back and Stilton's got his gun out. He's accidentally snapped it open and unloaded it, <laughs> and all the bullets are scattered out on the floor. He bends down to pick him up, and he's like, oh, shucks. His Yeehaw. His ass isn't watching. <laughs> just for the performance, just like, where do you ruffians get off messing with these fine folks? And then do a full-on, like, wrestling stomp on the head where you you sell the idea that you just knocked him out, but totally missed. Uh, Bucky leads off with a, why well, aren't, ooh, and then uh, he uh, cuts himself off and lays there and waiting for the sheriff to take him away. And... The crowd gathered around heaps their thanks and their gifts and their praise upon Argo, the hero of Southpaw, righting another wrong and saving another day, just like he has time and time again. Argo's just basking in adoration, but looking back at Bucky, he's just... I don't know what the fuck his angle is. He doesn't know if he's trying to... Not sure if he's trying to rob the sheriff or what the fuck his, <laughs> his plan is here. Give me a notice check for Argo. Uh, I lost it somehow, even though it's always in the same place. Oh. Oh. All right, you notice, in fact, that as the sheriff is hauling off this no-good varmint, saying, we'll take him down to the station, and he'll have a good time out so he can think about what he did. Ain't that right? You see that... Bucky's taking advantage of them being handcuffed together to hold the deputy's hand on their way out. He really is the fastest Paul in the West, ain't he? Yeehaw. Yep, all in a day's work, Sheriff. Well, that was a fun trip down memory lane. Now back to the really upsetting present. Back when the shit was easy. <laughs> Back in the present, you are face to face with what used to be your partner. And you see his shaky hand rising up to make a sign to you. The sign for lawman. Argo's going to grab his hand, just grasp it. Bucky, I told you, I 
begged you not to go legit. What did I tell you? You put your you put yourself in front of every damn ruffian. They only have to win once. And when they did, looking up at what's left of your friend, you can't help but wonder if he might still be okay if he didn't take this path. Look, I know what you're doing here. I know why you're here, and I get it. I hate him too, I want him dead, but I don't know if that's an option. We gotta get him far, far away from here. Bucky Stilton is still alive. He was up and walking, but look at this, look at all these people here. With us out here, who's back at Southpaw? You look up into his glowing eye, and you get the sense that the only thing driving him, the only thing animating his bones, is vengeance. And if he loses that, then he's nothing. Bucky, I get it. I do. But if you fight him here, that doesn't change anything. Either way, you never see him again. The real way to win is for Stilton to live through this. There's still a chance for you to go back and make sure he makes it through this. <laughs> Ooh, do you want to Benny? <laughs> Wait, why did I Benny? I got it for free. Oh, yeah. All right, give me a free one. Oh, God, they both oh, exploded. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's one Benny right. and one free re-roll, but in the wrong order. All right, with that raise... Buckshot looks down at you. He takes his hands away from yours. And in a flash, his gun is in his hand. But as he twirls it back and then forth, he ends up leaving it with the handle towards you as if he's bestowing it upon you. With his other hand, he makes the sign for your turn and then the sign finish the job. I will. He's not getting off easy from this. All right. Do you take the gun? I do. As you take the gun, Bucky leans back, going a bit limp atop Rick Ridden, who is still here and still gross. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you can see... As if a tremendous burden has been lifted from this jackrabbit. It is the only thing that was animating him, and he quickly goes limp and begins to dissolve. <laughs> did not successfully Argo. get uh, Bucky a... Uh, or did not successfully get Stilton a, a ghost guardian. No, you sure didn't. But you did get... The Revenant's Revolver, which will use the Revenant's shooting die in place of yours if it is used upon the target of his grudge. Oh. Shit, these are heavier than they look. <laughs> Fucking Argo having never held a gun before. He had a fake gun. 
losing my mind. <laughs> Can he prop pistol? Why would he need a gun? He's what is he going to shoot, Bucky? <laughs> <laughs> Can Nicodemus make an occult roll to see if he knows that? Yeah. Which part are you trying to discern? Uh, the effect of the gun that yeah. w- that it would have on Beck. Sure. They're still like up on the hill, right? Yeah, they're just a little bit away. As you can see him, probably hear him from here, though. I can't believe there's a Beck, a Beck killing bullet, the the bullet that kills Beck, that goes in the Beck killing gun, the gun that kills Beck. <laughs> Man, are we setting up for a final boss or what? <laughs> uh, you have some idea that a revenant's weapon is probably stronger than normal against the person that they hold responsible for their death. All right. And as Bucky dissolves away, he leaves behind a riderless Rick Ridden. And the beast sighs and laments. What a waste of toes. <laughs> he still talks. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he told you to unshit your pants last week. Well, he changed more. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he did. Yeah, right. That was when he was already like... I... Uh, <laughs> That's even more upsetting. I love it. <laughs> when uh, when Beck sees Bucky discorporate, mm-hmm. uh, he like very visibly like like Beck was prepared for a fight, um, and Beck is literally as part of his character ruthless. Mm-hmm. Uh, no fight that he starts is over until his opponent is dead fully. Uh, and that includes the fight with with Conrad. It's Conrad's still on the hook for that. Uh, uh, but uh, <laughs> to see to see Bucky there, just you know, Beck is prepared to quick draw. He has his arms out, his poncho flayed open, kind of spreading in the darkness behind him. To see it end with such a dissatisfying sort of uh, phantasmal closure. He just visibly sort of frowns and gets back to his upright, normal kind of rigid posture. Looks to the left at Nicodemus and Conrad and looks to the right at Lynn and Chance and just kind of scrunks his face up, spits in the ground. Cowards. And I your prey once again. Well, if we're speaking out of character on the record, when Largo slapped Conrad, that was both the beginning and the end of that fight. <laughs> there is not. There is no grudge going on there. I mean, as far as you know. Yeah, I mean. I mean, yeah, Con- Conrad was not, uh, you know, going to stop you from walking forward right up to them, so. Maybe Conrad so, is a is a Argo-seeking revenant. <laughs> anyway, these, uh, uh, Argo beasties. just... Oh, sorry, God. Just Argo just pats <laughs> Rick on the sh- on his horrifying shoulder and just says, "Brother, there's a lot of toes in the West." And he just looks down at all the d- dudes off the down you know the party down the hill, cups his hand, just says, "Don't really know what happens next." <laughs> you see him looking down at your toes now. I don't. That was the whole plan. I don't know. What the gremlins are. <laughs> I, don't know what they, I don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, they ain't good. What was your question, Dax? Uh, I think at this point, Lynn's just 
like yelling up there. Uh, these guys, friends of yours, like referring to the little Garplins. Where do you think I was keeping them? I whisper to Beck, what makes you think the fight is over? Oh, I'm sure there are fights coming. Fight's never really over. I'm just not that threatened. What's that By music? a bunch of wild animals. I know something about wild animals. Mm. I'm just going to whisper to Rick. I, I wouldn't go down there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what the hell? Damn, I don't think he's going to go down there. <laughs> just. All right. Now, for the rest of everybody, we're going to start combat. So let's see. Equally compassionate for quadrupedal monstrosities as I am for hot zombies. So Conrad immediately drew a Joker and gave everyone a Benny. Oh, Love that. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Damn. Uh, so the benefit of the red Joker, in addition to everyone getting a Benny, you can insert yourself in the initiative wherever you like. You could even interrupt somebody mid-turn. Does and that take precedence over my ability to hold combat? Uh, that is essentially the same thing. So you both okay. have that privilege this combat, or this round of combat at least. Gotcha. Beck looks to Conrad. He runs his tongue across the front of his razor sharp teeth. Just goes. You move, little man. You see these creatures stalking around you, looking as if they are about to strike. So, uh, what do I roll? Oh, shooting. Yep, here we go. All right, you need a four to hit with shooting, and you got a six, so that's a hit. Excellent. I was aiming for one of the little gremlins, uh, mm -hmm. my reasoning being that I don't think one bullet is enough to stop him, and I'd rather reduce the size of the enemy pack. Gotcha. So I'm going for one of the chupacabras. All right. Let's uh, roll damage, see how much you do. And do I roll that with uh, shooting again? Is that under? Uh, on the gear tab of your character sheet, there should be a damage column. Uh, for oh, yes, yes, yes. You can just yes. hit that. The uh, the 2d8 for the Winchester. Oh, fuck, it exploded. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. Got the fucking right. railgun again. Uh, that's a dead fucking chupacabra right there. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Every time this gun fires, a life <laughs> is taken. That's the real Revenant gun right there. It sure is. Just a grudge against the living. <laughs> All right, that one's done. Um, let's see. I'm just going to keep going through the line, and Beck, you can insert yourself anytime you want. Yep. Um, Dax, it's up for Lynn. Yeah, so quick question. Mm -hmm. Do I get to use my fighting if I'm using a knife, or is it... Yes. Fighting is all uh, melee attacks or throwing attacks. I'm trying to, I'm trying to double check, just to make sure... Oh, okay, so Brawler doesn't stack with knife. Okay, so... 
because I'm using my fists. Um, yeah, I gave you a separate button for brawl. Okay, that works. Um, so I'm going. Wait, do I have this button for that on my sheet? Under the gear tab, under weapons. Yeah, I gave you a brawl button. Appreciate that, uh, because that's what Len's going to do. He sees the shot go off, and I guess we're getting started. Um, so I'm going to attack whatever is next in yeah. the turn order. You got three more of these little critters. Alrighty, I'm going to brawl them. One of them. That All didn't right. roll it, did it? Uh, that put it in the chat, so now you can hit the fighting in chat and the damage in chat. Oh, exploded. Fuck. <laughs> yep, that'll hit him. All right, now I'll roll damage? Or mm -hmm. is that, like, opposed? Nope, you can roll damage now. That uh, goes against their parry stat, and that hits their parry stat. Can I spend a Benny on that? You sure can. Use him while I got him. That's the... That's one higher. <laughs> uh. Look, I got I got a freebie, so I'm gonna just blow another one real quick. Yeah. I'm gonna scream. <laughs> <laughs> Two more. Uh, I think that I'll just hold that uh, damage and just be like, oh, these these things are slippery. Aww. These these slippery 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 little critters that can't even get them off my tongue right. Uh, <laughs> they get that long tongue wrapped around your hand and you just can't hit them right. Poor Lynn was in for a Benny, but not for a pound. Yep. Boo. Yep, indeed. Meanwhile, a couple of feet away from this fight, uh, up where Rick and Argo are, Rick really takes to heart those words. You telling him not to go down there and join the brawl. He says, You know what? You're right. I got everything I need right here. And you feel his large, no. spindly hand grip around your leg. <laughs> That's not great. That, <laughs> all right. That monkey pod hard. It sure did. Uh, have a great, have fun, fan artist. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, I rolled that blind. Uh, that was a five for strength, so you need to roll an agility for me. Agility. Uh, I am not amazing at that, but it's better than strength. You just gotta beat a five. Or meet a five. Uh, you know uh, what? Uh, <laughs> you, you feel an electric tingle go up your spine and you just know he's gunning for you. You feel his breath upon the nape of your neck and you get out of the way just in time as he swipes for you. Mm. <laughs> Come on, Argo, you're full of toes. You don't need them all. <laughs> full of toes. All right, damn. It's got a point, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it is wild what has happened out here. Chance Chance has been standing here fidgeting with his, his deck of cards, unsure what to make of all this, but he's kind of he's kind of feeling a, a sensation of of trying something different. Little 
little tingling of, did the, what the witch let me do? And he's going to try to draw on that power, looking at all these chupacabras to see if he can compel them to work for him instead. Ooh. Is it chupacabra? Chupacabra. Chupacabra. <laughs> all right. So you are spending a Benny to do a deal with the devil. Yeah. So let's start this off with a gambling roll. All right. We got our Whoa. devil come out here on our deck of cards. Oh, yeah. All right. That's you got good. a raise on uh, on that. I believe that means you get, uh, what was it? Two extra cards on your Two extra your cards. Hand? Yeah. Let's see. What in the world? Which deck are you pulling from? Sorry. Uh, got the dealing with the devil deck. And we got Chance's Hand, which I believe, yep, you should be able to see. We'll go ahead and reset it because it's still got the cards from last time. Perfect. All right, and then you can go ahead and hit draw. Draw from the Dealing with the Devil deck and draw seven cards. I'm going to shuffle that deck real quick. All right, now you can draw. Oh, yeah. Now, what's the best hand you can make out of that? Oh, it's definitely not as nice as my last hand, that's for sure. Yeah, your last but hand with a fucking joker in it. <laughs> a pair is not bad. Looks like I got a pair of eights. All right, if you got a pair, that lets you cast something up to three power points. Great. And I see three targets. Are they about... How big are they? Uh, they're about the size of one twelfth of a long horse. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf or smaller is, uh, yeah, is what I'm aiming for. Perfect. Yeah, they qualify for that. That's what he said, right? Yeah. So we are we are casting Beast Friend. Ooh. And I think with uh, three power points there, I'm not getting any minuses. So this should be a straight up uh, spell casting roll. Excellent. These <laughs> dice tonight. Love it. Love it. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see. <laughs> And this is not opposed. This is just a flat check. So you succeed and you get a raise. In fact, uh, I don't think there's an extra effect for a raised on this power, though. No, no. OK. And and feeling that power connect, I look around at all these little monstrosities and think to myself and say out to them. Why don't you go take down Rick Ryder? <laughs> oh. Alrighty. Well then, these little critters, they look to you, and then they look up to Rick Ryder standing on the hill so full of blood. And I think they know where their next meal's coming from. <laughs> go ahead and delay the first one so they all go at the same time. And then next up will be Nicodemus. I want to aim a gun at Rick mm -hmm. um, and shoot. Um, 
So that be the that'd be the shooting ability, right? Yeah, give me a shooting roll. Alright, you needed a four, so that's good. Um now I wanna use smite. Ooh, excellent. So how do I do that? Let's take a look. Let's see. Nick Demons, powers. Oh, he's smite. a cleric. That, cleric. Does oh, that deal with an angel? <laughs> Alright, so give me a faith roll to cast smite upon your gun. It'll give you a full load of ammunition full of smited ammunition. Oh, Unfortunately, oh. critical fail, critical failure, which means a backfire. Oh, as you lay hands upon your weapon, thinking of how, in a way, this is an extension of nature as survival of the fittest means you must take a life to ensure that your own is preserved. You feel a rattling in the chamber of your weapon, and it soon unloads itself, and you see from out of the chamber where the shells should be loaded in your Colt revolving shotgun, bees begin to crawl forth, escaping from where they are not supposed to be, and you lose your action for the round. So cool, though. Well, so cool. I have a question. Yeah. Could Beck reach the physical space that Rick Ryder is in for a melee attack this turn? Um, yes. You will have to run, though, which gives you a minus two on your uh, rolls for your action. Hmm. I would need a lot of spite. (laughs) Uh, fortunately, Nicodemus, when you uh, fail your power check like that, you don't actually spend any power points, so you're not down any. You just lose your turn. All right. Uh, Beck uh, could be up next if he wants to be. Yeah. Um, Beck is going to move towards Rick Ryder. Right. Uh, and basically what's going to happen is... Uh, you know, as everyone looks, you know, we're, we're surveying this scene, the chupacabras are turning to look at Rick. Beck is striding out between them, and he's moving in this really strange way where the movement of his legs is not matching up with the distance that he's moving. It's unlike anything you've seen before, as suddenly... He begins to get shrouded in this almost figure painting, moving darkness. He takes a deep breath in and smiles as he suddenly vanishes just like before. And then re-manifests right beside Rick Ryder, his hand caressing the side of his face. He goes, beef tongue, my favorite. And then he goes to cut out Rick Ryder's tongue with his Bowie knife. Camera zoom in, nervous sweating on Rick. Is he rubber banding? This is just uh, <laughs> just regular um, fighting roll, right? With a melee weapon? Yep. I mean, you said his, uh, his movement of his feet was not matching his pace. It's like, it's not beating the tune allegations. 
No. <laughs> He's skiing. It's, it's like when an NPC is walking in a game and they're just moving too far forward, even though they've only taken one step. We've got some latency issues here. Yep. So as you the reach out too to cut out his tongue, he manages to lean his head down and block the knife with his horn. Unless you want to put a Benny on that. I got an extra Benny. Why not? Sure do. That's even worse. (laughs) That's fine. He gets to live another round. All right. Now it's the Chupacabras. They all run up the fucking hill surrounding Rick Ryder and Uh beginning to leap upon him. Uh, if there's, there were still four of them, they would each go for a limb, but there's only three left, so they go for the back legs. One of them goes for the well, the left forearm, leaving the right one free still. Are there they, any... Sorry to interrupt. Are there any disadvantages for, like, disengaging with melee? Um, yes, in fact, there are. Uh, let me double-check the Attacks ruling of opportunity that. or anything? Y- yeah, there's effectively... I got, I got one of these fuckers' tongues. Uh, yeah, you, the one that uh, lashed its tongue out on you, you can uh, smack that as a reaction as it's moving away from you. I would like to do that. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, that's just a brawl again? That's just a brawl again. Sure thing. Oh, uh... Ooh. Uh, it's just too fucking fuck. slippery, man. Fuck it. I'm gonna. I'll hold it. I'll hold that. S- stole everyone's <laughs> numbers today. <laughs> it manages to slip away, which is good because you never know that might have gotten them back off your side again. So. I just kind of like fling the spit off my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see how much they can do to Rick. It's still not Argo's turn. (laughs) (laughs) One of them manages to get through his mangy hide. Ooh, and starts sucking the blood right on out of him. A big, grotesque spray of his corrupted black blood spews through the air. And the chupacabras gather around to start lapping it up. Now it's not even a goat. (laughs) (laughs) How can you tell what he is? (laughs) He's an abomination. Argo's currently stepping back while just like, just like flicking his glove to get the the drool off where it like grazed against this guy that came after him. (laughs) And he's like, God damn it, Rick. I gave you an out. This is why you were never a replacement for Bucky. No goddamn temperance. Taunt. Free uh, reroll on the taunt. Better, but then a Benny on the taunt. Uh, there we go. All right. Are you making him distracted or vulnerable? Uh, don't remember the difference. Which one does what? Uh, distracted is a penalty on his rolls to try and attack people, and vulnerable is a bonus on rolls to hit him. I think he's vulnerable because I attacked his insecurities. You sure did. <laughs> This poor man turned into a feral beast, gotten his blood spraying everywhere, and now you're rubbing salt in the wounds. Rude. 
That's what it is. Tried to eat me. <laughs> Just your toes. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Rick is. For all we know, they just mean feet first. <laughs> I mean, why leave leftovers? None of them have caught a person yet. <laughs> We've only seen them on feet alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nicodemus is up next. I will try to shoot him again. All right. Okay. Oh, right. Uh, did Nicodemus suffer any penalties from the critical fail? Uh, it, yeah, just lost his turn to okay. uh, that. Because I, I, I made the shoot roll, but I did not yeah. make the roll. I just mean that because I successfully... Uh, oops, did I just roll? No, I rolled. Roll. Oh, okay. I just meant that uh, because I successfully tested a foe, I can heal someone a little bit of their effects. But I don't know if that's yeah. even applicable. You can remove distracted or vulnerable from somebody. But yeah, but I think, everyone, I think everyone's just fine. Yeah. All right, a five will hit him. I'm going to try smite again. All right, give me that spell. Smite, smite, Thank smite. Oh. Much better. Now, I don't believe there's a benefit for getting a raise, but let me double check. I always get scared for a second every time I roll a 10 on a 10. Because I'm like, it's a zero. zero? It's like, zero? No. The die goes that low? That's bad, though. Uh, yeah, you double the damage bonus from Smite uh, for rolling a raise. Excellent. Awesome. How do I roll Hell damage? yeah. All right, so... On the gear tab of your character sheet, you should see a damage column. You can hit the damage statement next to your weapon. Uh, where is, is You know, it, it doesn't say for the shotgun. Yeah. It just says see the rules for shotguns. So let's see this rules for shotguns real quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting, you can't look at other players' equipment. Oh, yeah. wild. Yeah, uh, I can't. We'll have to do that manually. So in the chat box, go ahead and type slash roll space 3d6. All right, that's nine damage. And then your uh, smite adds two. And then because you got a raise on smite, it adds another two. So that's a total of 13 damage on Rick here. I think when the shotgun blast goes off and the buckshot just like flies because he was like right next to him. Beck just like immediately moves backwards. It's like, watch where you're shooting. Yeah, that's a hell of a loud shot. And tinged with that uh, faith blessed energy as it is, it's probably real off-putting to someone like Beck. Let's see and you had a plus two to your attack roll from it being vulnerable uh, because of Argo. All right. Is there any uh, flavor to the holy shotgun blast? Yeah, what's that look like? Bees. I'm going to say that instead of the loud, raucous shot of a shotgun, you hear something that sounds a little bit more like the rustling of the wind 
Gorgeous. All right, now he is going to make a vigor roll and spend one of my bennies to try and soak this wound. All right, he succeeds. So he is stunned by this blast and slightly wounded, but he's not taken down. He is still in the fight. I lack permission to create effect, whatever that was. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. All what's, right. What's that green thing? Uh, those are status effects. Oh. They're very small because his token is very large. He's not doing All so right. many of them. He's got a lot of status effects on him right now. He's a little, <laughs> he's a little, a lot of fucked up. Could I say also, especially some... in this fifa fifis? Was <laughs> <laughs> that George? Could I, could I also say maybe? The reason why he's a little bit stunned is that uh, he heard Mortadella's voice when the shot hit him. Ooh. It sounded a little bit like her screams. Ooh. Haunting him with his sins. I like that. All right. Uh, next up is Chance. You've got all these little friends now. I have so many little friends and uh, definitely, definitely feel a little high off that power working out but gonna go for the old trusty gonna pull out the the winchester and take a shot at rick but feeling so lucky right now it's gonna be a called shot at a vital Ooh. spot shooting Ooh. him straight in the face fancy all right called shot at the vitals is made at a minus four but because he's vulnerable he's pretty easy to hit right now I'm going to Benny that. That didn't get better. <laughs> you want to try another Benny or let it roll? Uh, let the... Hmm, is he that easy to hit? Uh, he's not that easy to hit. No, we're going to do one more Benny. All right. Here we go. That's right, the same. Here we go. <laughs> All right, that will hit, though, because uh, normally it's a four to hit with a ranged weapon, and you are taking a minus four down to two, but he's taking a minus two from Vulnerable, thanks to Argo's taunt, taking him down a peg. So, you manage to get a Vitals shot, which means you do an additional four damage with your hit. Yo, let's go. For which a total of 14. 14 damage! Ooh! All right, he's going to try and soak that. We'll see how that goes. All right. uh, nope, he fails to soak. All right, so he is going to take the full brunt of that. Ooh, he's not looking good. He is on his last legs. Well, last leg, because three of them are being sucked by chupacabras right now. All right, Conrad. Hmm. Are you gonna keep up your guns? One shot, one kill, kill streak. Yeah, let's just let's just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a stat tracker on it. <laughs> yeah, here we go. All right, a four will hit. 
you want to uh, Benny yeah. that to see if you can get a raise or you want to go with a four? I'll go with the four because with the four, I can roll for damage, right? Yep. You. This is a hit. Ooh. He's got that. Ten. That. Let's see if he can soak the wound. Burning through all my bennies here. Oh my god. Trying to keep this man alive, but it ain't working out. Ooh. Let's see. Apply damage. Oh. And that is the last wound with that shot. That shot ringing out for miles around. Rick Ridden is Rick dead. Rick Rip. Wow. And as he goes down, the chupacabras swarm him to tear the chunky metal blood out of his body. Yeah. Go ahead, end combat there. Good job, y'all. Argos is going to fall to his knees, run a hand through his hair. Running out of friends fast. Real fast. Friend. You can't hear me. <laughs> You're so far away. <laughs> Beck, uh, while all these chupacabras are here, uh, growls at them and just says, Get! Scram! And the Lord of Hunger will have his meal. And then waits for Erebus to arrive. The little creatures hiss and growl up at you, <laughs> but as your shadow begins to manifest, taking that familiar shape, they scatter booking it the hell out of here <laughs> love that mm. Beck just sits there his arms crossed watching as Erebus consumes this strange black pharaoh fluid that he uh, lays claim to as the lord of hunger then he looks at Argo and goes well, first, of, first of all has Argo seen the the tiger yet? Uh, the this church. might be the first you time. Saw it in the church. No, yeah, did I tackle Did I see him before yeah, I tackled you might have Lynn? Tackled, you might have tackled Lynn behind the pew and just not seen the tiger. That's up to you. I think the more because I think Argo more immediate reaction is to fall back on his ass, scrambling away. Like what the fuck? That just keeps getting scarier. It's really it's bad. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Scared of a little pussycat, huh? What's your stake in this, Martin? It's rare that people can successfully identify you as a Martin and not a weasel or a ferret. Oh, he said Martin. I thought he said martyr. <laughs> I, I, was, I was puzzling for a second there. my stake in this we're here to survive the fuck is no. this <laughs> you know well what I meant this place this town 
There's something you're hiding from these people, ain't there? Or something between you. Huh? What the coward ghost give you then, huh? Bucky and I go way back. He deserved better than this. Oh, did he? Should have known to pick better fights then. And he spits on the ground, turns around to walk. Erebus just stays there eating the corpse. There says a whole lot of nothing. So many words to say nothing. Now, everybody give me a notice check. Argo did not get an answer. Honey, I was, I was actually just about to... <laughs> about was, what the fuck is happening. <laughs> I can't what remember. What the hell? All right, Satan, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Argo got a fucking 29. <laughs> That's not just a raise. <laughs> the whole... Uh, the mushrooms hit Argo. Just give him your prep the notes. whole of time. <laughs> Ar this is what sobriety gets you. Wow. All right, mind expanded to Argo. <laughs> you look past Beck as he's walking away, and you notice the silhouette of Sam, someone standing in the mouth of the tremendous leviathan that's draped over the mountain. Oh, that, not the tiger. <laughs> They've been watching you this entire time. That sounds very far away. Damn, Argo. It's pretty far away. You fucking telescoped in on him. Yeah. I presume Beck didn't notice. I got a seven. Nope. Yeah. Try getting a 29 next time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I will. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Argo, are you still like on the ground at this point? Uh. He's probably standing up, brushing himself off when he talked shit under his yeah. breath when, he, when he's when he's like he's a whole lot of words to say nothing that makes that makes sense to me <laughs> Erebus like, being a little kitten eating the meat like I think Flynn just plops a heavy paw on, on Argo's shoulder and you okay not going great Looks over uh, at the shadow cat. The toughest guy back at town is Wolfram. Well, seems to be on the up and up. Are you seeing this shit? We need to get this guy as far from Southpaw as we can. This shit ain't right. I don't know what any of this shit is. But yeah. And who the fuck is that? <laughs> just, just no tact. That figure off in the distance. Wait, it, uh, it, I... you, just squinting. You can barely make out someone down there. I think you have it's no a big idea worm. Argo saw that. <laughs> uh, can I roll notice again now that Argo pointed it out? Yeah, give me that one. His other eye is even more powerful. Oh, wow. Been training his night vision under there. Now that Argo's pointed it out, you can just barely make out someone down there watching y'all. 
there is something down there. Calls over to Beck. Friend of yours? Hmm? What that? I ain't got no friends, partner. And turns around. Does, uh... Does Beck need to roll notice to see it, or can he see it now? <laughs> now that everyone's pointing it out, you can make him out down there, yeah. Goes without saying, but every time that Argo talked to Bucky or Lynn, they were designed not to be conversations audible by Beck. Beck's <laughs> <laughs> got low notice, so he ain't paying it's attention true. to you. Canonically, so far, this is like the third time Beck has even looked at you. He is completely disinterested. Uh, not even on the radar. Ooh, good. Beck... <laughs> Who's ben who benefits from being can on I, Beck's radar? <laughs> can I Nobody. roll notice to see if Beck recognizes this person? Uh, sure. Okay. I like to roll the dice. Rolling the dice is the fun part. Roll. You don't recognize them in particular, but you can tell just from their silhouette that they've started to undergo some deterioration out here under the dreamlight. Hmm. Let's pay him a visit then. And Beck, uh, Beck kind of motions. He goes, Comrade, get over here. You too, White Wolf. Might need some backup. And then he begins to walk towards the Leviathan. What's Conrad okay. trying to make? Yeah, here? so I, I didn't notice the uh, I failed the first notice. I was rolling an unrelated one because I was mm -hmm. a little distracted contemplating something else. Mm -hmm. um, I believe you said that the uh, the light on the Leviathan was something that helped kind of distract us and had us fall out of the dream a little bit. Is that correct? Yeah, it looks like it might be something that when this creature was alive was meant to lure in prey. Interesting. So Conrad was basically just putting two, like he was understanding uh, that the light uh, was causing that. Yes, definitely. And it seems to you, perhaps this creature fed upon dreamwalkers, luring them out of the dream and then taking advantage of that liminal state to feast upon them. Interesting. Um, okay, so I, I don't know how we're all approaching, but when we approach the Leviathan, there is something I would like to do, so. I had a quick question. Uh, yeah. Did we see Chance doing magic? Yeah, how did that uh, look visually when you... Uh, so deal, Chance was already fidgeting, fidgeting around with, with cards in his hands, and they might have glowed a little bit when he was doing the deal with the devil, but to everyone else, it just sort of looked like he was mumbling to himself for a few seconds while those cards glowed. And then he just started talking to the to the creatures and they obeyed him. Did we notice that? You definitely noticed that they did what he said. Maybe they just thought that was a good idea or maybe he's a bit more persuasive than you gave him credit for. Okay. I thought um, Argo was going to watch the fight, but since Oops. since Rick did that, he would have immediately turned away and missed every single trick anyone did. Yeah, that's true. So Nicodemus noticed back at the house that there was an exchange between Chance and the witch. 
and I think he's putting one and two together. He doesn't say anything, though. Just something to keep under his hat for the time being. Yeah, I think Lynn also is just unsure of what what happened there. Leave it at that. Beck was rolling. I was rolling a cult for Beck to see if Beck would have noticed that as well. Well, not not exactly what Conrad or not Conrad, sorry, Chance did, but specifically if he would like smell Madoska on it. Yeah, uh, that very distinct grandma crocodile smell. You would know it anywhere. <laughs> Little puff of it wafted up like old perfume as Chance was dealing with her. Oh. Chanel number five. She got <laughs> you too. Home, brother. Reckon I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> sure you don't. You'll be her little lap kitten, just like I'm a puppy to her, I'm sure. Home is where the hearth is. Explain what that means. <laughs> Is that Nico in character asking Beck to explain that? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't tell if that was George speaking. Speak a little more. Oh, Madoska, the witch. He is not what she seems. She was the first to fish me from the dream sea. I have been in her service ever since. No, it is not easy to say no to family. What she gives, she takes in equal measure. Not like Erebus, not like the other lords, witches or something else entirely. Be careful who you get in bed with out here. They have a lot more power than might seem at first glance. Don't seem like a great place to sleep as is. Not answer your question, White Wolf. Nico nods his head and he doesn't say anything more. He gives kind of he gives Chance kind of a look that's almost like pity. Chance just finishes cleaning his gun and, and reloading. Starts walking off in the direction that people were pointing to. I think Beck stops and kind of looks back over his shoulder at, at Nicodemus and says you got something watching over you too white wolf i can smell it not like her she might seem friendly but you do best to keep your distance you're not yet tainted by this place he nods to him in a very weirdly reassuring way that beck has not really done uh to anyone except maybe Wolfram at this point. 
and then continues to walking towards the Leviathan's Maw. Finds that curious and just walks forward to. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 headed straight there as well. If he would have made a response, he would have said, "If something is watching me, I don't think it has eyes." Ooh, I like it that. Has bees. <laughs> bees for eyes. Bees have eyes. Compound right. eyes. They're different. Scientist right. isn't there yet. <laughs> we just don't oh, know. Damn it. Damn it. I forgot, As... <laughs> I forgot the good line that I wanted to get into the conversation with Bucky. <laughs> Dang. He's going to be like, <laughs> I wanted him to say, if you attack, good people are going to die today. And chance. I'm taking this as canon that Argo is the kind of person that is like laying down in bed at night, you know, right before falling asleep, and then is like, "Shit, I, I just thought of that. a punchline for that joke." Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> no, it's me in now real you life. A great orator. Out of character, sad boy. Practice makes Damn perfect. Damn it! I had a good, I had a funny line, and I ruined it. <laughs> I'm just, just very... like sulking on the way walking there <laughs> head down no I'm sulking in real life <laughs> oh well does she have cause for both doing the Arthur handshake I mean Argo's already sulking because Bucky's gone and Rick's gone well who cares about Rick I don't, no one cares about Rick <laughs> he gave Rick an, an out out of decency because he was just he didn't know what the fuck he was gonna do yet, but I'm just glad we all yeah. got to attack Rick at least once during the campaign. It's our God-given <laughs> right. We were uh -huh. that's our birthright. I'm just, Rick Ryder deserves a punch. I'm just like 99% sure that Chance has to have have conned Argo at some point, and he's the only one. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> and that's it's just inevitable. like that's just their one interaction. So he's just like this little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I roll a cult to put together what Conrad put together about um, this thing when it was alive, quote unquote, uh, sure. luring people in? Yeah, give me an occult roll. I don't know a thing. Nope. All right. So as we head on down to the mouth of the beast. You see that uh, figure that was watching you step out from behind one of those towering teeth. And he introduces himself. Let's get him on out. He says, What is y'all? Fancy running into the folks way out here. This, uh, this man looks altered by the corruption of this land, <laughs> decaying horribly across at least half of his body, but he wears a wide smile. No worse for the wear. Look at him. <laughs> that, made, that made Conrad jump. It was like a jump scare. Uh, <laughs> after fighting like monsters and all these scary things that didn't make me flinch, uh, that was just like, I absolutely did not see that coming because I was so distracted by the, uh, by the Leviathan. <laughs> that that well howdy will scare the shit out of you if you're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. 
So this this man uh, hobbles all his way on up to you. His left side's not moving so good, and he starts shaking no. the hands to anyone who will let him. And he says, no. "Whoa! <laughs> oh boy, that sure is a fine-looking beast you brought with it. Uh, you f- that for sale?" <laughs> Forgot about him. <laughs> Long horses are only means of transportation. I was at peace. Long horses not for sale. Ah, oh, shucks, are you sure? You know, I was fixing to ride me one of them chupacabras out there, but uh, they all ran off. I think Beck is pointing his gun out from the hip level at the, the stranger, and he goes, Where are you from? You were denizen, the city of troubled sleep, Coltanis, maybe. You should know bartering. Isn't good business in the waste. You I ever, I ever heard of no Coltanis. I'm from Albuquerque, but uh, if bartering's your game, well, I got some. I got one of these, and uh, he pulls out a, a bag from his hip and shows off something that I have to go grab from my notes. And we'll show that to players. That's nice. It? Nice old lady in a house on 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 legs gave this to me. Oh. It's house. Yeah. All right. Can I roll on a coat for that? We are a long way from Albuquerque. Yeah, you can roll on a coat for that. Uh, you get the impression from that occult roll and. Beck, you know this from experience, that uh, among the denizens of this particular domain, toes are a sort of currency. So he has been paid from what sounds like Madame Meduska, handsomely with five whole toes. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't see that coming. Fuck. Uh, we, we've gone metro where the fucking defense item you can have to keep yourself safe from toe eaters is also currency yeah I'm gonna roll a common knowledge roll if I can just check to see if I see anything Oops. descriptive about this man's clothing that would give any hint of who he used to be yeah. and uh, just checking did it did it show that uh, handout to you guys yes yeah. we got a foot it did. Okay, good. it's cute yeah cute little Paul we did it Right. This, this here's and... a man that loves dads. <laughs> he sure is. Uh, that clothing of his, though it's I'm torn up, definitely looks like it's from topside. Uh, this man was likely someone who spent a lot of time on the road. Well, shucks. Shame I can't uh, buy this fine-looking beast off you here. Uh, me and my buddy was uh, looking to get back to Southpaw after uh, he stubbed his toe real good. All right. Uh... So I sort Everybody. of like, oh yeah, I'll let you go first. What was that chance? I, your buddy? Oh yeah, he's uh, held up in here and he points back uh, to the tremendous beast as if indicating his friend is inside. All right, Ain't I, never so seen I, a tub, stove tub that bad. Oh my God. So I, I, I'm gonna gather, uh, I wanna gather uh, everyone who's nearby around. And I, I'm going to kind of like talk quietly because I don't want to hear, uh, you know, the person we're bartering with. I don't want them to hear wh- how we're debating here. I got I got something to give. Team them. huddle, team huddle, team huddle, <laughs> so, team huddle. You know, 
Toes, for whatever reason, uh, seem to be a pretty valuable currency here. And Longhorse, I mean, we were riding him, it, but, uh, you know, he was really slow moving. The rest of us were walking. He's not very coordinated like a regular horse. All the different segments, like the way he walks is so clumsy. I don't think he can move very fast. I would be willing to part with him for those toes. It's a whole damn hind paw. That's pretty good. That's a good deal. Beck, Beck is responding to this like it is a completely normal thing to experience. So, I was going to say, I still have my uh, crispy lotus root. Yeah. I was about to say that you still have like feet from hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still have feet. Yeah. They're not for trade just yet. No, I just meant like a stock because you're a, tr a trader. <laughs> okay. So you want to see if he'll take the, the, the lotus then? Long horse still. I feel has like some we should be able to, we should be able to do better than one paw for long horse. He's got at least. He's got counting counting on his counting on his fingers. Are those toes or their fingers? What? Horses horses feet. They're like fingers, not toes. Oh fuck! There's only two hind legs. This horse is a ripoff. <laughs> So it would be five pairs of two and one pair of four. So it would be 14 fingers. That's too much math. Anyway, toes can on. only be on feet, though. Yeah, that's I think why that, the other, that's why the other creatures have hands. As soon as, math, <laughs> as, soon as get, math gets brought brought up, I think that... Um, bit of a meta pause here. I actually yeah, DM'd sure. Ka before about like Rick Ryder, if he had toes, and uh, <laughs> Ka, Ka explained that there were hooves. So I think hooves are not counting as toes. That's kind of what, and, I was, uh, what I was assuming as, as well. To settle this debate, uh, your little friend Gurgle wanders up with his sloshing pot belly and points at Longhorse and says, No toes! Or Rick was coveting what he did not have. <laughs> little guy's got a point. No he toes. Was, <laughs> he, the... he wasn't capable of auto tolatio. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking for an hour now. <laughs> No, you're going to go talk to this uh, feller here and try to get him to trade us for the Lotus. You're going to trade him the Lotus Madoska gave you. That's oh. worth so much more than this dumb horse. And Beck, you get a prickling sensation at the back of your neck from just imagining... Maduska's reaction to you re-gifting something she gave you. This is my this is my danger sense going. Yes, that is your danger sense. <laughs> yeah. What's with you, your fur? You do not want to do that, my friend. Do not spurn the gifts of that woman. She will never let you live it down. This kind of takes a good look at you. Good call. Keep the horse, sound the horse. Don't matter to me. I'm more concerned about his friend in the fish. Mechanically, it does not bother me either, so I'm good. What is, what is, what is Greeble doing? I don't have power points. <laughs> Beck, uh, Beck turns to the stranger and goes, What's your name, partner? Oh, my name? Yeah, you know what? Darnest thing. Ever since I talked to that funny little, funny little crocodile lady, I can't seem to remember it. She asked me for it, and then poof, <laughs> couldn't remember a thing. Team huddle. Beck turns yeah. back to everyone. <laughs> oh, she Call owns. Him Pinky. 
She owns this man. His name ain't his anymore. Where's your friend? Oh, he's inside here. You want to meet him? Bring What's your friend's here. name? Oh, oh, let's see. What's his name? We just met recently. Um, something Jeremy something. Yeah, that sounds right. Jeremy. Argo, you know a Jeremy. If he has a name, he might be worth talking to. Uh, is that what I named my donkey? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, you remember Jeremy Hogswallow oh. was one of your. Oh roommates. fuck! Right. Listen, one of his names is more memorable than the other one. That's <laughs> yeah, true, and you're pretty sure that part was the stage name. <laughs> pretty sure. If not, unfortunate. Oh shit! Uh, one second. I know we keep like huddling and unhuddling like really fast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Y'all are really good friends, ain't you? No. <laughs> Huddle. Yeah. What's up? Let's get rid of long horse. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm okay with getting like all those different segments are so uncoordinated that like, I don't know how useful. You While really you is. all are talking about this, Beck is already Break. exchanging for long horse. <laughs> He's just completely <laughs> vanished, appeared in front of him and is shaking his hand. Hang uh, on, hang hand. on a second. Did you say Jeremy? Is he a, a, a horse? Not, not like this. Of course. Of course. I. He still got all those bits. Uh, you, uh, he stubbed his toe something fierce, but I, I think he's all right. What does that he's mean? Where, where is a he? Horse with toes. Well, hmm. Let's go pay him a visit, and then he just wanders off inside after uh, giving Beck the foot. I. I mean, I'm terrified <laughs> about <laughs> what this might look like. Oh yeah. I. You slow pokes coming or what? Um, begrudgingly. George is gonna get his wish about meeting all the other horrors of this raid. <laughs> Before I enter, uh, how uh -huh. reachable were those anglers? Uh, you would have to climb up. This thing is incredibly large. It'd take you, you think, maybe an hour to scale up there to get to the anglers. Okay, so, uh, alternative. Off. Do I so uh angler fish have exposed uh light glands on their mm -hmm. body. So uh hopefully I, I look for one and just find it on its exterior somewhere. Yeah, so you're looking through them. Uh you see most of them are rotted through pretty good. But you see one that might be salvageable. It's fucking massive though. Hmm. My goal is to collect some of it in some way so I can harness the brightness. Uh, could I try hacking at it with my hatchet? Yeah. Uh, should I? How should I roll for that? Is there? Uh, oh, just roll the hatchet a, itself. Or give me a strength roll. And uh, if you want, you might want to have someone uh, like Lynn uh, assist you with that. He's carved up some critters before, I think. I can call Gary sure. Paulson. Yeah, yeah. Let me. Uh, let me. Hey, uh, Lynn, can you help me with this? <sighs> What's what's this? Uh, uh. I need to gather some of its light. Give it here. I've seen worse. Believe it or not. 
Damn, that's a damn good roll. And then with Lynn's help, that's a plus two on top of that. So that's a 13. You managed to carve off what is essentially a, a beach ball sized gland that glows when you shake it a little bit. Wow. Save uh, this for the beach episode. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> no. I'm going to I'll like I'll, I'll keep hacking at it a bit so it's a little bit smaller and can fit into my bag. Um, but I, I'm going to wrap it with my towel uh, so that it's not the light isn't spilling out of my bag. Save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> and before we go in the beast, is there any sign at all that this thing has moved in the last month, year? Mm. No, in fact, okay. with its lower jaw distended like that, the the earth has started to move in over its jaw. So it's already suffered the effects of erosion. As Terrific. if it were a geographic part of the landscape. We're lucky its head died first. What yeah, the fuck we're does real that mean? To be walking in here. <laughs> mm. All right, heading on in. Covering my mouth. This new friend of yours takes you to where he had stashed what remains of Jeremy Hogswallow. And that's where we're going to take our break for tonight. Oh. Oh. Baba boy, Welcome Baba back, boy. everybody. This, this is nice, uh, upsetting scene we come back to with uh, our good wanderer friend who has just uh, made a deal to purchase that long horse off you in exchange for a foot, has uh, come in here and shown you his friend who stubbed his toe real bad and ne needs to rest it off. Thankfully, they're going to have transport to get out of here so he doesn't have to work that Aww. poor stubbed toe of his. Jeremy! He's going for so, the hug again. Argo... As you call out to Jeremy, he slowly turns his neck towards you as much as he can muster, which isn't a whole lot. And you see a pustule burst beneath his eye as that black fluid runs out of it, almost like, like tears. Holds you back by the shoulder, <laughs> shakes head. Do we have dream theory? <laughs> I think you do at this point. <laughs> Beck, We're still uh, going on that medieval French theory of if it smells bad, it makes you sick. Well, does he so smell bad? Smells bad. <laughs> After being uh, walked here, you know, by everyone, when uh, Pink Guy and, and the horse here are kind of revealed, Beck unholsters his gun and very calmly just says, Now, against the wall. All right, what's against the wall? And he just uh, like presses himself against the wall excitedly, like looking around, <laughs> see if he can find something. And Jeremy, poor Jeremy, slumped against the wall already. He doesn't take his eyes off of Argo, but he slowly forces himself to speak up. He should have stayed. There's not mm -hmm. a whole lot left to stay in. What happened to you? Same thing that happened to to the rest. Just a no. little slower. Can I oh. test and see if uh, 
Nico's heal would work on him. Yeah, let's give that a try. Give me okay. a faith roll. See if you can act. Gonna need a lot of bees for this one. You're gonna need so many bees. This guy's gonna need a B12. I'm gonna Benny. All right. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. That's what we want. Oh my god, so many dice. So many fucking dice. Alright, so as you set your hands upon him, attempting to heal his wounds, you manage to spirit away those red pustules from his body, sealing shut a few of the wounds where that black ichor is leaking. But the parts of his body that have already succumbed to decay, that have started to rot away, are still in that state. You've stabilized him for now, but as long as he remains out here, he's his, content, his condition is going to continue to deteriorate. And uh, thinking back, Conrad, you realize them being indoors here might actually be slowing it down mm, a little mm -hmm. bit. Can I use an edge creatively? Uh, yes, I love that. Tell me what you're doing with it. We're not doing a fear check right now, but can I still use Gallo's humor to assuage his fears and make him feel Ooh. better? Yeah, I like that. Which means I'm going to taunt him to buff <laughs> him. Tell him how pretty he looks. <laughs> just going to get in there, just stroke his hair, warm, this poor dying man. I'm going to say... <laughs> They always said you were missing ribs, but I guess they were lying. I'm just trying to... <laughs> it's supposed to be a joke to make him feel better in this situation. Even though it's rude. Ooh, that's, that's better on the, on the re-roll. So, you managed to get him to crack a little bit of a smile. And he says, Don't go telling everybody about my party trick now. They gotta there he pay is. to see that. So, Beck is looking him over, and I just did an occult roll to see, can Beck discern if with the darkness, like how the combination of being in the shadow and Nico healing him uh, kind of affected the discorporation? Does he think the same thing could work to stitch this man back together? With that occult check, you think, no, absolutely not. The shadows are made of you. They protect you because you are a servant of Erebus. Uh, yeah. Protection you can't really extend to others. So he's he's completely too far gone for even service to the Lord of Hunger. Indeed. Hmm. Got two half people. Can you mix them together? All right. Now we're, <laughs> now we're getting tricky. <laughs> Simmer down, folks. Smush them up. It's the right. same side, though. Can I make an occult roll to see if there's anything else that would be beyond what I can currently do that would deal with uh, the part of himself that's already been rotten? <laughs> oh, shit. Sure. Give me a roll. 
That sneaky no, flip. <laughs> no, it's not the same thing. <laughs> you haven't encountered anything on your travels thus far. Your experience with the occult that would give you any indication of how to undo this. It seems like the state of decay that this region is in, the transformation that the creatures here undergo, is more of a one-way journey. There's no getting him back to what he used to be, but you might be able to guide his transformation into something, something else. What do you mean by that? Well, you've seen some of the other critters here, what people turn into after being exposed to the other side. It's almost like they need direction on what to become. And without that direction, they just fall to pieces like these gentlemen here. Although one of them seems it took his mind first and he ain't keen on realizing exactly what's happening to him. <laughs> we we got to find a way to merge them. <laughs> If that actually fucking happens. <laughs> got some good news and I've got some bad news is what I'm going to tell this gentleman. Beck kind of pauses for a second and says, now hold up. And he huddles with, with Nicodemus and says, I don't know what you're right thinking right now, but I reckon these two might know more than they think. Long centaur. Why do you, you get talk? That? Why does you get it have to be long anything? Oh. Sorry, that just rebooted my brain for a second. So I, think, I need to get back into character for a moment. Um, the pause was long enough. I thought you were done. No, I was. I was thinking about what to say, and it just took me. It just took me right out of it. I'm sorry. Long everyone. centaur wore pants. Uh, no. No, this stage of decay. This is much faster, much worse than anything else we've seen so far. You saw Rick out there. Which ain't like that. And I think Beck turns around and says, Now listen here. Big white wolf here. He's a mighty fine man. I reckon he can do you two a lot of good. But before we let that happen, you're gonna help me. What did you see out there? So, your canine wanderer friend is the first one to pipe up and he says, Oh, shucks, I've seen a whole bunch of stuff. I heard a whole bunch of stuff too. What, what are you looking for? I think... Uh Beck is stare is is way more interested in the horse because the horse seems so much more lucid. Uh but he just lets he, he doesn't really respond, he just kind of looks back at him and waits for whatever anyone else might have to say. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'm just, oh yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to say to Beck, is there a way to test their character? Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of ways to test their character. That's up to you, my friend. 
I think I'm gonna chime in and be like, "Have you heard of a guy called Barbados?" Barbados? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay then. <laughs> I just, can I, I can I do it? Is, is what is the equivalent Notice. of insight? Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> to see if he's lying. That sounded like a really bad lie. <laughs> I think he just that sounds sounded like, like a that. real good roll, George. Ooh, that was eleven. You discern that there is not a thought in this man's head that he is capable of concealing from you. Okay, he's just a dumbass. Got it. Cool. <laughs> he's perfect. I think Beck is like kneeling in front of the horse, and he just looks back at his shoulder, uh, over his shoulder, and he kind of points his gun back up at the the pink the pink dog, and just says, "Shut up." Oh, nice gun you got there, mister. Trade? You're really pushing me, cough. You're really <laughs> no. pushing me. <laughs> is that a warning shot or are you shooting him? Beck is just gonna fire. Oh, uh, right. I don't know if he's gonna I don't know if he's gonna shoot at him, but <laughs> he's gonna fire. All right, you uh, you fire. Uh, do you want to hit him? Uh, I would. I do, but like, <laughs> I would. It's like getting an autograph. With, yeah, I want to problem, not want to. The problem uh, is that Beck is an extraordinarily lethal man. So mm -hmm. there's really there's no such thing as like shooting someone in the toe to make him hurt a little bit when mm -hmm. you fire and you do 13 damage on a single hit. Uh, so let's just say he shoots the hat off his head. Oh, my hat! I didn't even see the hat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, no. Be quiet. I'm talking to the horse. His uh, hat gets caught in the wind and starts blowing down the leviathan. He chases after it. Get back here! <laughs> like a wind tunnel. <laughs> I don't like that there's a breeze in here. <laughs> Don't smell it, good. It'd be, you that. it'd be a lot worse it's if there wasn't a reason here. Its lungs haven't died yet. So uh, after you <laughs> fire that shot, the horse reaches up with what little strength he can muster in his gooey, malformed hand, and he reaches up for your arm as if begging you to give it a rest. Oh, you want, you want to rest? Oh, I can give you rest, my friend, but not a second before you tell me what did this to you. Because I know it ain't just the light of the dream. He said uh, give it a rest, right? I'm rolling, like, I'm like rolling chill out. <laughs> Yeah, not kill yeah. me. <laughs> not give me rest, but Beck used that wordplay. I don't and like roll that. so many sixes <laughs> Stop. in a row. Stop. Stop Fuck. it. All right. Uh, if this man had any digestive tract left in his body, it, <laughs> he would be shitting his pants. I think Ew. I think the way this manifests is as Beck <laughs> is saying that he's like, oh, I can give you rest. It's just like he tilts. He's like looking at him in just the right way. And his whole like the shadow falls over him in such a way that he's just completely black. 
and the man can just see Erebus walking, pacing back and forth inside of Beck's shadow. Oh, God. Like he's looking into infinity. Oh. Speak. I don't know what did this, but it happened to everyone. We were following the lights, looking for the train. But then <laughs> this was the last light I found. The train. Tell me more about the train. I know a thing or two about the train. Thinking back, you do remember that Madoska mentioned you should go catch the train. And as you ask, the horse elaborates further. We heard it in the distance, but never saw it. Didn't get close enough. Wherever we walked, we just got turned around. And you realize his party, whoever they were, probably weren't dreamwalking. They were just walking around regular. Yeah. And that's probably why they ended up like this. How were you feeling when you heard that train? What was going through that head of yours? This guy comes back. (laughs) You talk about the train? You got something to say now, smart guy? Oh, yeah. I've been following that train for days or years, one of those. It, uh, it's a real neat sound, and it goes like this. It goes... That's not what trains sound like. That's what this train sounds like. That's a nope. I was going to say, does Beck know what that is? I kind of want to spend a penny on this. I do like it. You're sitting Can on I do bennies. a survival? If it's yeah. any kind of natural sound? Yeah, give me one. He's just an innocent who lost his way. Lynn, you don't know of any creature that makes that noise, at least not topside. And Noted. Beck, you think that might be the howl of a creature that is in immense pain begging for yep. death. Hmm. I see. I think. So, so Beck is going to turn around to, to everyone. Gonna... This is a real puzzler. I think, I think he's really frustrated about this. And he says, Space doesn't work the way it does topside down here. Whatever they hear, whatever they see, doesn't mean it's right in front of them. It's like a mirage. It moves... It feels places here are just as living as the people that visit them. I don't think we're looking just for a train. I think we're looking for someone. That's a train. Something. That's a train. The longest horse. (laughs) Long iron horse. There we go. I think... Beck stands and looks at the pink guy and says, 
I think you're coming with us, partner. Say goodbye to your friend. Oh, what? Well, who's going to get him back to South Paul then? Him and his stub toe. Why do you keep saying that? Look at it. And he takes Jeremy's boot off and shows you just like an absolute, like a liter of slop comes out of the boot. There's pretty much nothing below the knee anymore. It's stubbed all the hell. <sighs> I think I am. Oh, go on, sir. I just say, I think I want to help this man. And I think if we can get him to help ourselves, then he's not our problem anymore. Right, Beck? Mm. I think Beck looks to, to Nico and says, I'm not a merciful man, but there's very little we can do for these people. Well, and what fucking you. good are you? Tell you what he isn't. He's not a frivolous man. Am I right? You're right about that. I think Beck holsters his gun and nods to Nico and then just says, do what you want with him, but do not deny him the mercy of death if he wishes it. Go nods. Free will is important to me, perhaps the most important thing. And I'll walk up to the horse, and I'll kneel beside him, and I'll say what I was going to say before. I've got good news and I've got bad news. What you've lost isn't coming back. But you're going in a direction, and that's a direction you can choose. And if you so choose the right direction, your body will let you go there. Give me a faith roll for Nicodemus. That's not great. And... I was going to say, can Beck have helped him? Yeah, Beck uh, Be can Because support. of that. Could Argo? Yeah. Ooh, here we go. Oh. All right. Uh, does Argo want to chime oh. in with any support? Am I, is it helping Nico? Helping, or helping Nicodemus uh, instill faith into the horse. So I'm... It's about saying something to the horse, then, not to Nico. Or is saying it, something or to am the I horse. Trying yes. to charge his powers. Uh, the, the, you are working with Nico to emotionally support this horse for the transformation, the metamorphosis that is soon to take him, helping him get into the right frame of mind to guide it, so that he doesn't just become goo. Hmm. I think about how the fuck to manifest that. Uh, 
I think I'm just gonna comfort him. I, don't, I can't think of something like magic related. I don't. I guess he wouldn't anyway. Yeah, you could just support him, like stroke his hair, make sure he's comfortable as Nicodemus is delivering this speech to him. Yeah. All right. So saying, just saying, look, just look at him and listen. I'm done losing people today. And you've learned when to cede the floor to someone else who speaks with words of wisdom greater than your own. And Nicodemus, as you impart this wisdom, you see the horse let out a deep sigh, taking these words to heart and trying to envision something in his mind's eye as a fate in store for him, a new road to walk upon. And though he continues breathing, his eyes do not open again. He has succumbed to slumber for the time being. I guess it's nap time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish I had like animal handling. What? <laughs> I wish I had animal handling. What does that mean? <laughs> what do you strengthen? I was gonna. I was just gonna say Beck is gonna gonna like push him hard with one hand and be like, "You're coming with us. You're gonna bring us where you heard that train." All right. Well, you gonna take him back to Southpaw for me? And uh, if we want, we can actually split the party here and someone can take him back to Southpaw astride the longest horse. I think we need to have a huddle before we decide what the hell is happening here. But yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I think Beck is going to relocate uh, the stranger and I guess he's going to help Nicodemus put the, the uh, horse, Jeremy on long horse or whatever, whatever you're going to do. And then we're going to meet up front. Does that sound good to everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all need somebody to ride the long horse, so. <laughs> I mean, after what Argo just said, Argo's probably going to try to get Jeremy back home. Yeah. So, so Beck, uh, just watched Bucky dissolve. Beck has been actually pretty sincerely honest to everyone up to this point. Uh, there, he hasn't really truly uh, lied. He's maybe hidden things or left things out or not said more than needed. But at this point, he uh, he is, when prompted, essentially only told the truth. He's not really that kind of lying man. And Nicodemus has earned his respect in I think like uh, has earned a place of authority to Beck that uh, you know very few people do in life Nicodemus is in many ways the, the very opposite of Beck and yet they kind of share a weird um, similar perspective on things of course Beck's is more warped and selfish uh, and darker. Uh, I think in many ways he senses a kindred spirit in Nicodemus, but I think that that is also where there is a sort of schism in their goals. 
and in the plan. And so Beck very plainly kind of huddles everyone together and just says, Listen, whatever's happening in that town, whenever it pulled it down here, that buck stops with Barbados. Now everything we're hearing here, he's, he's taking control over this place. He's turned up the lights. And now he's on a train. And all I can say is that I know how to rob a train. Some of you might want to go back, might want to regroup and help your people. And I am not here to say you can't do that. But what's going to happen to them is going to happen to them if we don't put a stop to this. Now, you all can do what you want. Except you, Conrad, you're coming with me. <laughs> I didn't assume I had a choice, but <laughs> I want to stop. Bar- I want to stop stop Barbados too. I wasn't going back to the town. There's nothing for me there. Now, White Wolf, this is a rare platitude, but I trust your decision making. You do what you feel is best, but I think you hold great sway over what will come. Think on that. Very plainly, I need my horse, and I need to bring the people food. I have neither right now. Are are you doing this in earshot of uh, your new friend? Or is he left out of the huddle? I mean, he's not left out of the huddle. I think we're all just standing here right, at the well, mouth. Of at, the, at the mention of food, he uh, pats the long horse and he says, you can get a whole lot of food out of this, baby. Once we're done riding it. They're not eating that. <laughs> Still a horse. Don't look a gift long horse in the mouth. And as you say that out loud, he starts like sticking his fingers in between the long horse's wobbly stop, teeth. Stop! Stop doing that! No! Stop! <laughs> Beck, uh, you know, takes his hat off very briefly and kind of wipes his forehead and says, "Food. It. Listen. If I know one thing, it's hunger. I've been doing this for years." Since the day I died, since the day I stood back up, that hunger has eaten at me. I've eaten so much, eaten till I puked, ate more, and it doesn't go away. That starvation like nails drilled into my gut. It don't work that way down here. Bringing them food don't matter if they know they're gonna starve. It comes from the inside, not from without. So, out of character, uh, the point of going back to South Paul right now would be to drop off the goopy remains of Hogswallow 
Yep, and it sounds like possibly also look for Nico's horse. <laughs> um, I would hate my to donkey was still alive, maybe though. too. <laughs> you might be able to catch up. Uh, now that you're aware of it, uh, that makes something easier to locate in the yeah. other side. I think Beck motions to Conrad and says, I have a plan where it's going to take some preparation. You stay back with me. We might be able to scrounge up what we need. We can't delay long. And then he turns whatever you, to yeah, whatever to, you think we need to need to do, I'm in. Yeah, and then I think he turns back to Nicodemus and Lynn, and especially to Chance at this moment. He looks him in the eyes, all three of them, and he says, "You've seen me walk the dream. You can do it. We'll be here when you get back, but we can only delay so long." You think you can do this quick? You've earned that much to settle your debts. Again, out of character, I don't know who all was actually planning on heading back. Well, based on what Argo just said, probably Argo, and it's in character for Nico, and I don't know if anyone else said they're going to go. I, Beck was just addressing the group, addressing yeah, the people okay. that yeah. were there. <laughs> All right, so Beck and Conrad are staying. Argo and uh, Nicodemus. I will be going. going. Okay, Lynn is going. What about Chance? Is he going to stay here with this crew or head back to town? Chance yeah. does not really look forward to the prospect of wandering this wasteland without a horse. So <laughs> yeah, that's a good he's point. Gonna, he's going to return to town on the long horse and try to find his horse. Oh, damn. That's a lot more people than I thought. <laughs> uh, in that case, uh, Beck is, when everyone is preparing to set off, Beck is not going to let go of the, the pink dog's collar. And he's just going to repeat what he said before. Sorry, partner. You're staying here with us. Stay goodbye to your friend. We got work to do. All right. Bye, Jeremy. Hope I can see your party trick sometime. <laughs> uh, oh, no. We're never seeing this dog again. <laughs> Beck's going to make lockpicks out of his bones. No. <laughs> he barely survived five minutes with them. Hmm. That's not a great <laughs> stealth roll, is that? <laughs> uh, it's passable. Uh, what are you trying to do? Okay. Uh, it's really not that high stakes of a thing, so uh, I'll mention it off chat later. There's no All reason. Right. It, there's no reason it couldn't be successful. So. All right. All right. So it looks like the four of them are departing with uh, Jeremy Hogswallow atop a long horse. I was gonna and... say four heading off, like <laughs> Len looking at Conrad. You're gonna be all right out here with him. I mean, 
the way I see it, this, I'm already a dead man walking, so what if I got less, le you know, left to lose at this point? <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. Argo, Argo's mixed up here. He doesn't really like Conrad that much. But this feels bad. <laughs> so it'll help a little. <laughs> so, what weaponry what, what does Conrad have? I have a Winchester. Yeah, I've got a gonna... Winchester and a hatchet. <laughs> and some other stuff I you don't know about. <laughs> oh. Argo's going to make a token effort. He's going to hand Conrad a stick of dynamite. <laughs> he's going to say, it's one second per inch, you'll figure it out. You're a smart fella. Uh, are you sure you don't need this for yourself? Oh, I've got plenty. Oh. <laughs> All right, then. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I out. think Beck is, is looming and sees the dynamite and goes, good, that'll be useful. <laughs> Perfect for Robin trains. Exactly. Wonderful. Uh, while hey, everyone I'm, else is... I'm just going to... It doesn't matter at this point, because now you know I have a stick of dynamite. I already have some, so I just add it to my bundle without saying anything. <laughs> Thanks. Great. That's very funny. There's my sports game. stick of dynamite. Let's go. Stay away from burning churches. So... Uh, as, as everyone else is, you know, preparing to depart and stuff, uh, Beck is already, like, kneeling in the mouth of this, this creature and, like, drawing in the sand with his finger and, like, basically drawing, like, a crude map of a, of a train or, you know, what his concept of what a train might be here. There's, like, you know, he, Beck is not good at writing, but there's, like, a, there's, like, you know, little words written in the sand, like worm question mark, but it's W U R M instead of W O R M and stuff like that. Like <laughs> just like trying to puzzle out what it could be uh, and marking down like important components of, of trains and like here is a concept of what a train, what makes up a train and like what the possible things could be. Basically Beck begins planning a heist uh, and trying to figure out what supplies they will need and what positions they would need if they were to encounter a train here in the waste and how they would grapple with it. I'll be damned, he's a man to science. And as much as Beck has dealt with trains before and dealt with the other side before, he's never dealt with a train in the other side. That almost seems anathema to have something so technologically advanced on this side. I think Beck is fully expecting this train to be some sort of living monstrosity, much like the Leviathan we are currently in. He, he is fully expecting to find a train and it is a gigantic sandworm. Like that's what his, his brain is going to, but he doesn't know for sure. And he's just trying to puzzle it out as he's explaining. And he's going like, Conrad, come over, come over here. Let's look at this. Let me show you something. And he's just, they're going through that as the rest of the group begins to to depart, I think. Alrighty. So, the rest of y'all are heading back to Southpaw. Those of you traveling back, go ahead and give me a spirit roll. 
or a vigor roll if you're partaking in some particulars. I'm going to use a bidding. <laughs> damn. <sighs> With him damn. gone, god damn. It's, forgot what it was like to breathe. That is a success for all four of you. Argo's chalking his success entirely to Beck's absence. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a lot easier to get your head straight without the threat of him looming over you. Uh, the clear and present danger at every step. What the fuck are my rolls? <laughs> <laughs> We've all There's been rolling real good today. To stop. We're going to get to the finale and roll crit fails. Every every dice roll to get back from this karmically. Hey, roll my crit I'm fail. looking forward to it. It was a fun one. Yeah, bees. It was go. fun. It was great. I think like as we're writing, um, Lynn just kind of looks back. Y'all got plans on fighting your horses? Got a lot of wild to cover here. <laughs> yeah, a horse. We found hair tracks back at the barn. So we should start there. But uh, I think I want to check on my hives to gather some honey. I just had the cursed idea that if we all crit failed in the final encounter and met with a horrible fate, then we're just the villains of Cape Escape Season 2. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So y'all head on back into town. Managed to make it there fine. You want to head into South Paul? proper first or head up to Nicodemus's residence to check on the hives first. The hives? I'd like to put long horse in the stable so people don't have to experience long horse. Putting long horse in the stable is so fucking mean. That's like a 75 point turn to get back out. <laughs> <laughs> He like curls up like a snake. He's like, oh no! Go, he lays down. Yeah, get yeah. to the little pile. No. It goes full Uzumaki. Uh, it just there are spirals in your ear. Uh, <laughs> we're just gonna find Long Horse in the bottom of a little wooden tub. Oh no! All right, you put can the just like away. Good, good, good boy. Pat, pat. I clicked something by mistake. It makes that weird stuttering whinny again that just makes your blood curdle. This thing shouldn't be. Don't don't go anywhere, okay? You're not sure it could if it tried, really. Especially curled <laughs> up like this. It might need manual help to uncurl itself first. Don't like it. We'll worry about that when we get there. <laughs> All right, you taking care of one horse? You want to take care of the other one? Do some tracking. Yeah, are we just gonna deposit him downstairs? I mean, what else? <laughs> well, is there a graveyard in town? Like, okay, what? Uh, it was attached <laughs> to the church around the back of it. Uh, there's a lot of battle damage back there now, but yeah, there's kind of a graveyard. So you praying, man? Is he? <laughs> uh, give me common knowledge check for Argo. 
to do... That's not a good roll. Let's find out. Uh? Ooh. Uh? Stop exploding. Uh, no. You remember in a particular lecture when he was explaining the origins of his name from the Hog's Wallow village back in no. England that uh, they they were a Catholic clan, his family that came over, and he still liked to think that there was some kind of god watching out for him, but didn't quite agree with some of the tenets that people tend to to attribute to him. Uh, so graveyard good or bad for morale? <laughs> <laughs> good question. Uh, Do you want to wake up in a graveyard when you're dying? No, I don't. Mm. I don't love that idea. <laughs> I, I mean, is he still conscious at this point? Oh no, he's been unconscious. He's been he unconscious, the, but he's not been dead. He should probably somewhere be safe but solitary. I wouldn't put him with others. Yeah, I feel like I should take him to my bed. But I'm not that's there. That's where everyone else is, isn't no. it? No, well, everyone else is in that. They're in the bunker. In the right? bunker. That's where he'd be safe. Yeah. And uh, but we, you all where, do, where does Argo live? I mean, Linsaw. <laughs> <laughs> that is not away from other people. Yeah, if it's a, if it's in the bunker, you shouldn't. We have shouldn't. plenty of buildings to choose from here to give him comfortable spot one. to rest. You want to take him back to the Mind's Eye Gazette? Sure. Uh, I'm trying to think of where we've been. Yeah, I'm probably not the conspiracy room. Probably not the prison. Fuck. When uh, when Chance was searching the town for the pillows, did he see any trap doors or cellars or anything? Nah, most of the people out here don't have cellars. As far as you're aware, the, either the church and or Mortadellas were probably the only places that actually had basements, proper basements. I Land didn't, here ain't I didn't exactly see the one in the church when I looked. Yeah, you you think it it would be big enough to have one, but you didn't see one there. Got it. But we know this the Mind's Eye Gazette is secure. It is secured uh, and vacant as far as you know. The only one here was Kit and uh, your little goblin friend, and they're yeah. out of the picture now. I guess the. Uh... We don't have germ theory, but there is the worry that if he changes, he might be a threat. Yeah, that's definitely a Which worry I since uh, Rick Ryder turned into a threat after he changed. But he always sucked. <laughs> that's true. That that just be his inner Rick coming to the surface. Doesn't look like there's much of Jeremy to transform. Is there anything comfortable in this horrible paper room? <laughs> There's a, there's a couple chairs. There's some bins that got paper in them with little wheels on them you can push around. You put them in a bin. <laughs> put them in a bin. Put them in a bin. Put them in a bin. I guess. I'm trying to be nice to this guy. <laughs> I mean, that or shallow grave. Fuck. The paper is pretty soft, so it should oh, yeah. be a good nesting area. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's try to, to fit him in a bin. And as you lower him into the bin, you notice that the ichor seeping from him starts to spread out across the pages like ink being drawn upon it, spiraling into intricate patterns that are actually kind of beautiful. 
I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, yeah, can we like check from what we've seen at this point to see if that is a good or bad thing? <laughs> yeah, you can give me an occult roll if you know it. If you don't know it, that's a D4 minus two. I don't, I'm not, I'm not even going to pretend Argo has a chance at knowing what's going on. <laughs> uh, Nicodemus, you do notice if this looks like a way of de-stressing. It look, looking at his face, it looks like a pleased sign of relief has come over him as the ichor is draining from him and spreading across the paper. Almost like he's getting the evil out of him. He's going to mm. become a pretty picture. Oh. I say that's a sign of de divine de geometry. Yeah, you could call it that. Sacred geometry, wherever you like to see it. The hell is geometry? You're lucky Conrad's not there to give you like a 10 minute explanation. No. <laughs> Argo's feeling real helpless. Is that's, that's not a feeling he likes at all. So he's going to grab uh, just... Jeremy's good hand. He's going to put the, this. He's putting this watch in it. He's a he's relinquishing his uh, gold pocket watch. Mm. Has the letters CJ scratched into it. And he puts it up to his heart. Just sort of setting him at rest. We're gonna get through this. And that's all he knows. That's it. That's all he has. That's, all, that's the level of contribution Argo has in this bizarre, fucking, unprecedented situation. I whisper to Lynn, it's math. Just kind of shudders. We hate that. Math <laughs> <That> isn't real. <laughs> it's just made up. I think this is the most we can do for him at the moment. There's approximately half of a horse laying in a paper bin full of ink blood, clutching a gold pocket watch to his chest. And, well, <laughs> we'll see how he feels when he wakes up. Well, we won't be here, but... Sleep it off, champ. He'll recognize it. Might need to uh, inform the others to avoid this area at the moment. Good idea. Hopefully they're staying downstairs like we told them. Well, you haven't seen anyone out in town on the streets or in the, the building's top side on your way in here, so that's either a good, good sign or a very bad sign. I say, I don't, I don't think they'll be waking up anytime soon, or I don't think he'll be waking up anytime soon, so why don't we just go back to my place and get our stuff, and then we can just drop it off and tell them then. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, with that, this uh, this collection of people is gonna head on out of Southpaw, down to Nicodemus's place to check on the hives. One Meanwhile, dynamite. There we go. <laughs> uh, I already took the dynamite off oh, of you and gave it to Conrad. So. All right. Well, I, I got rid of the watch. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So uh, we're going to cut back to Beck and Conrad back over at the Leviathan. So let me get my Leviathan at. Back at the Leviathan. Beck and Conrad are going over their train robin plans while uh, 
looks like uh, your pink dog friend here has uh, thankfully had something tied around his muzzle to keep it shut so he doesn't get on Beck's nerves. That might have saved his life right there. <laughs> Beck, uh, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm looking in his direction and like putting a finger up to my beak, like, you know, hinting to like whisper, stay quiet, but also giving him like an encouraging thumbs up. Like you're doing a good job being quiet. Very good. He gives you a, a thumbs up back and his thumb kind of just melts back into his hand. <laughs> it's not a good look, but uh, give me a notice check for the two of you. Yep. Oh, I still got Benny's. Are we getting? Are we getting? Well, Oof. well I'm gonna. I'm going to Benny that. Yep. Uh. God, I suck. God, I <laughs> suck so hard. Uh, <laughs> is it worth a Benny? It's worth a Benny. Oh, oops. I added one. I'll take another one. The dice then, can bring uh, even demigods to their knees. It's true. Where, where is it? Sorry, I have to find. If it. you stab it, they will kill it. God, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. So this uh, sort of passes back by. But Conrad, you hear something in the distance. It sounds vaguely like the whistle of a train, but it also sounds a little bit like. And uh, your, uh, your old pink dog friend like jumps up and like points eagerly at the source of the sound. But he knows better than open his mouth right now. I think at this point, like the kind of the feathers kind of like fluff on the back of my neck, just kind of like that hair is rising, like it's giving me goosebumps in a way. Um, that's it. I heard it back. There's the you train. Heard it. Mm. How'd it make you feel? It was like it felt like someone was watching me. Oh. Depression. I see. I think, uh, how much, like, subjective time has passed, Ka? Is, ha have we had time to, like, go over any plans, to look at anything, to try to do stuff, or are we... I think you've had a little bit of time. It, it feels like it's been about an hour from your perspective. Okay. Um... Can I make some kind of roll to determine if we need to move now or if we can delay more? Uh, yeah, give me an occult roll. Okay. You get the feeling that not, it's not necessarily now or never. You might be able to find this thing again, but this might be your only opportunity in the near future. It might take a while to locate this train if you don't go after it right now. Beck like kicks the drawing on the ground to like write over it and uh, to like to like clear the slate and in in the sand he so he looks to Connor and he goes you know how to write words I mean yes of course describe the exact feeling that train made you feel as accurately as you can in the sand here. When the others get back, they'll need it to find their way. Okay. So at this point, I'll sit down and just kind of start writing in the sand, I guess. 
Okay. And I think once uh, once Conrad is, you know, done with that, but Beck can read. It's just slowly. He has like the reading level of like a probably like a third grader in like modern times. Uh, he, he has the writing equivalent of hunting and packing. It takes him a he, bit. Yes, exactly. Uh, he doesn't have lines to write on. How are you supposed to? He writes in all capitals and they're very oh, no, that's me. <laughs> uh, and Boomer then uh, I think uh yeah, he he he's gonna he's gonna grab the the pink dog, the nameless dog, and he's going to kind of look at both him and Conrad, and he's gonna say, "That feeling, that feeling of being watched, being pursued, of something big hunting you. Think about that as we walk. Focus on that. We'll find our way. This is not a place of pass. It's a place of ideas." That's how we find that train, and then he begins, uh, I guess, walking out into the, uh, out of the mouth of the, the Leviathan towards the train. Okay, so I have a question uh-huh. for Ka. Yeah. Hindrances. Uh huh. <laughs> I know they're supposed to be hindrances. Uh, can I use one to my benefit? Uh, situationally, yeah. Tell me what you're trying to get out of this. Minor secret. Uh, mm-hmm. You know his backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conrad, ha- without saying too much, he's been afraid of something that might, from his past, that might catch up with him. Mm-hmm. So he knows the feeling all too well of something that might find him. Yeah. And so that is a very easy emotion for him to tap into. Yeah, I'm going to give you a bonus on your spirit or vigor roll for this. Okay. Um, let's see, do do do, and yeah, I, I suppose I'll roll, um, vigor. Do I still have the bonus from eating the root? Um, no, that was uh, essentially okay, just for that one, one travel's worth. Okay, I guess we can use the logic of rolling vigor is that I ate the root and a mushroom, so this is just like making sure my system's still kind of good, yeah, <laughs> in addition. Okay, uh, oh, four is what you needed. You want to give us another try at that, Beck? Or are you going to sit on it? Uh, do I have another? Thing oh, shit, use? you're out. Yeah. Ooh, boy. I, I don't know. Is there? I. It says I can free reroll. Do I have anything that lets me reroll this? Let me check. Uh, it always says free just in case you have it because it can't really check. Okay. Um, I don't think you have any edges that would let you free reroll that, though. Let me double check. Let's get a spirit roll nope. from our wanderer friend. Well, well uh, <laughs> okay, he did not crit fail, <laughs> <laughs> but he did roll. Uh, <laughs> that's bad. He rolled a one. Brutal. For those that are that aren't in the know, uh, extras characters that aren't uh, wild cards or whatever, they roll one dice. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So as you're walking back out into the waste, Conrad, you're you're feeling your mind opened to the possibilities and you know the exact kind of mentality to latch on to to get you where you need to go. It's the, back, uh, however, the same feeling that's, you know, caused me to have trouble sleeping for the last couple of years. Oh, absolutely. And Beck, 
Speaking of sleeping, mm. you got trouble sleeping as well. And as you try and put yourself into that liminal space between wakefulness and dreams, you push a little too far. You go a little too deep into dreaming and you find yourself overtaken with those night terrors that lash out at you and make you scream in your head. I think the way this looks is, you know, as Beck is tapping into that that kind of primordial darkness, that dark place that he walks in, uh, his connection with Erebus, he pushes too hard into it. And uh, like was mentioned in the past, uh, Beck and Erebus have a kind of parasitic symbiotic relationship, but inasmuch as Beck likes to think that he can call upon Erebus whenever he wants, Erebus is the one that is in charge here. And that encroaching upon something, that seeking something that may be hunting him, as he closes his eyes and sees only darkness, he hears the growling of the tiger skulking behind him. He hears it moving in the darkness in front of him. He sees those yellow eyes open in the darkness, ready to pounce. And he wakes up in the moment and uh, and is is lost in the dream sea for for a moment, whether, you know, whatever it, it does to him. It gives you one point of fatigue. Mm. You feel the hunger gnawing at you. You feel the tired ache in your bones but you managed to get a grip on yourself. You're not done yet. The Wanderer, however, you notice as you snap to lucidity for a moment that he steps a little bit funny. He steps wrong, almost like he's stepping on a twig. And he says, whoops, and he melts. What? God no. He's too stupid. He melts? What do you mean? He melted. He melts. He, he's he melted. never known a moment of lucidity in his life. Oh, that's true. It's like cotton candy and water. No! no! Oh, oh my god. There, there's what a mess image. A puddle of that black ichor where he used to be. And I'm going to say that. Oh! I'm going to say that Conrad doesn't even notice that happening uh, just because I'm so like in tune to just going towards this emotion. Damn. Conrad just keeps on moving. The party keeps on moving. All that's left is the area squeeze. Yep. And two of you arrive at a strange looking bridge. After trekking across one impossible landscape after another, you eventually find yourself standing before the strangest bridge you ever did see. It snakes a trail over a distant ravine before ascending sharply up into the sky beyond. Beneath it is laid out a set of train tracks with no visible supports, standing defiant against gravity, hundreds of feet above the Iker-filled ravine below. Nico saved the fuck out of Jeremy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beck. Does Beck see anything on the trail tr uh, on the train tracks give me a notice for Beck 
you'd be looking for signs of a train having come or uh, coming soon. There we go. Yeah, in the distance, you can hear it. Mm. I'm scared. We got train music? We got train music. I'm so scared what it looks like. How do you do with heights, bird? (laughs) Oh no, that's... Uh, I'm I'm okay with heights. Good. I think Beck kind of begins to walk down the bridge, squaring away so that he uh, he begins to hover over where the tracks are. There's only one way onto the train, then. We're going to have to jump. Okay. Beck is just in position, waiting. He knows it's going to be a countdown. It's going to be a while before it gets here if they only just heard it, so... He's squaring up, just like he's always done. I'm right there with you, ready to go. I think, uh, I think Beck is, is kind of smirking and just goes, uh... Oh, there's a... This reminds me of a time. This reminds me of a time I did this once. With one of my old partners. There's a, a Gila monster named, uh, named Lassa. She suggested... We blow the train off the tracks. Can you believe that? I mean, it doesn't seem like a bad idea to me completely, depending on the situation. I think Beck kind of cocks an eyebrow and looks up to Conrad and goes, God damn, you are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't I even re- react to that. <laughs> I knew you had a killer inside you. That kind of ruthlessness, that ain't normal, kid. You're kind of messed up, ain't you? <laughs> and he just laughs and pats his, uh, pats Conrad on the shoulder as he stands up and goes, We're gonna do it your way if you want to. Well... I've got dynamite, but I trust that you have better instinct. So if you think we should hop on the train, I'll follow your lead. If you want to pull it off the tracks, we can do that too. Here's what I have to say. I've been inside many of a train. Let me tell you, it's best to get in if they don't know you're there. But them's topside rules. You think chaos is the best bet here? Well, who am I to argue? This place is chaos. Go with your gut, bird. You're the one who got us here anyway. This is where the visual novel route split pops on screen. Blow up train (laughs) or jump on train? I think, uh, Beck... (laughs) Beck lights one of his cigars that he has in his inventory and begins smoking it and then passes it to Conrad and says, Light the fuse if you want. It's up to you, kid. So, uh, I've got four sticks of dynamite. Mm-hmm. I feel like to blow up the track and have it... Hmm... We know you said it's defying gravity, but I feel like if we the so I'm not blowing up like a support column, probably more like the track itself, mm-hmm. uh, just to make it come apart. 
how much dynamite do you think that would need, Ka? Science roll. Okay. I have four sticks total. My inventory throw shows three, uh -huh. but... All right. I you think it's going to take all the dynamite you got to blow up this section of track? That's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, and I have a couple extra fuses to make the fuse a bit longer to give us some time to run the hell away. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to use up my two fuses as well. You guys get bonuses to stat checks? That's fucked up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, either way, we're going to need to jump off this bridge at some point. Either we get on the train or we get down. But I don't want to cross that lake, so... I got a lot of rope. Whatever you do, you do. We're gonna need to scurry down after you blow it. And we're gonna need to be quick about it. You think you can do that, Conrad? I think we got this. <laughs> and Cigar. Business. Yeah, I think Beck, Beck and Conrad are... 100% just smoking cigars together right now <laughs> on top of the train. Oh, Beck, oh, they're bonding. Beck pulls the cigar off, uh, out of his mouth and goes to toast, like goes to cheers his cigar with Conrad and says, <laughs> you do the honor, little man. I like watching you work. Okay, so I'm going to roll another another science roll. Uh-huh. Um... Good. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to do is time the dynamite uh, because I don't know the nature of this train creature thing entirely. So my goal is to not blow it up too soon that it might have a chance to react and maybe even reverse. So okay. I'm timing this thing to knock it off the track right as it's passing, basically. All right. So you do you want it to blow the track out from beneath it, like right as it's approaching? Or do you want to catch it in the blast? Um... I'm not trying to catch it in the blast too much, but just so it doesn't have enough time to react. Okay. Yeah, then you can definitely uh, time that out based on the speed you see it approaching at. And you can see it in the distance, starting to make out that silhouette in the stay, stay low. Them conductors, they got good eyesight. They could see us on this bridge if we stand too tall. <laughs> <laughs> Can we roll? Do we need to roll stealth or anything? Uh, sure. Give me a stealth roll. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my god, stop it. Conrad's Whoa, so calm small. down. Ah, uh, Darkwing Duck over here. Too soon. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, how's that? how's that train coming along? Oh, it's coming. It's coming, think all right. It's pretty quick. It's coming up on us. Okay, yeah. so I, I'm gonna take my cigar and light that fuse, and we're gonna I'm gonna follow Beck's lead to you know yeah. where where we're running down to. So cigar. just really really quickly, uh, you know, while while he's doing this, uh, Beck has basically uh, has basically taken uh, you know whatever he he has. Uh, like the the bolas in his inventory, and basically just made like uh, as quick and dirty a, a, a string, like a rope that they can uh, they can basically ride down as they would like jump off the bridge, uh, just as guidance to get down. Um, 
So I'll just, I'm gonna remove those from my inventory. I dig it. There you go. All three of them are done. Uh, and uh, basically he's just like holding one end of it, or we can just imagine like the three of them are like tied together and then Beck and Conrad just kind of are, are holding onto it like a like a tug of uh, tug of war rope. And uh, and yeah, Beck just says, the second that goes, we're gonna need to jump. Oh. Uh, just to interject here a little bit too. Uh, mm-hmm. Gurgle's been at my side this whole time. Oh yeah, <laughs> just hanging out. Okay. Kind of looks like he's curious about uh, the cigar, but it's not toes. Okay. Well, <laughs> does a little guy want a cigar? <laughs> he's, he's, so I, I, he'd I, take it if you gave him one. I, I'm, I'm gonna let Why him know. Uh, Beck yeah. probably gave him a cigar too. All right, he eats it. Yeah, Beck. Beck is not a good influence to anyone. He's at nine <laughs> cigars. Oh no, yeah, no. So we're good. Yeah, so Gur- Gurgle's tagging along. Okay, we're good. All right. Uh, Gurgle's not very fond of the cigar. Doesn't have that same je ne sais quoi of a good toe. You I don't want You'll oh, yeah, to like it when you're older. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was still there. Yeah. yeah. How is Beck not it- a good influence on anyone? He's making Argo a better man. Yeah. Out of spite. <laughs> so we, I don't think we that fully. Counts. I don't think we fully specified this earlier, but I'm assuming Beck w- was holding onto the foot when he traded the long horse. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Conrad. In it's it's, in, it's in his in path. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Conrad would have argued for its possession as well. So okay, so that's good. Yeah. All right. So you set the dynamite down. You get that wick burning. You get into position to take refuge once this blast goes off. And as you see the train approaching. The entire track begins to bounce and sway to an unusual rhythm. Now that this train of thought draws closer, its horrible visage inviting you to hop aboard. (laughs) Oh my god. The boy howdy. (laughs) Drives me, Sora! Beck is uh Beck is laughing and seems I think you know for anyone in earshot for Conrad Beck looks like he's having the most fun he has had in 20 years. All right, give me some athletics checks. This is truly awful and I love it. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh... Why did I minus one on that? His ass is not looking where he's uh, going. Because you're fatigued. Oh, fatigued. Okay. Geronimo. I thought it was going to be like a toe spider or something. This fucking goblin, man. Yeah. I think does this train have toes? Feels good. Uh, the train does not have toes. It's was unfortunate. Was Gurkle able to retrieve any toes from the puddle? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I don't know. It's full puddle. No. Except for the toes. All we do is waste toes today. Uh, As you uh, take refuge off the side, uh, rappelling down, it sounds like, the blast goes off, annihilating a section of the track. And as it explodes, the track it is supporting begins to cascade downwards like you've knocked out a patch of gravel in Minecraft or something. And... As it does, the train goes down that slope. The boy Howdy derailing and crashing 
down into the desert beneath. And that's where we're going to end for tonight. I really should have expected a public domain oh. joke in this campaign. 